Welcome to Half Finished to Done, a podcast for passionate business owners like you who are ready to stop procrastinating and start finishing all of your half-done projects. I'm your host, Christina, and I'm looking forward to helping you finish your projects in a calm, sustainable way using a simple, repeatable process. All along the way, we'll be working through the mental, emotional, and logistical obstacles that are standing between you and extraordinary projects. Let's get into it. I'm back, baby. Another episode of the podcast. And this is a very, very important one. It's about productivity baggage. So one of the biggest reasons that my clients struggle to say yes to the program, Half Finished to Done Live, is because they have experiences from the past that they either don't understand fully or they think they understand fully that are holding them back from wanting to say yes to something Now, this could be anything from a course, a coaching program, a one-on-one coach, reading a book, doing some kind of productivity system, anything that you don't think worked. And the way you'll know if this is you is when you talk about this thing, you feel some kind of way. So you might feel a little defensive, like I really tried, or you might feel disappointed or sad maybe resigned or frustrated, right? You'll have some sort of negative emotion that you'll hear come out in your voice and in your tone when you're talking about this thing that you've tried in the past. And the most common indicator that this is you is if you hear yourself saying, well, I've tried something like this before. I just want you to give yourself a minute of grace and compassion and understanding is, yeah, that must be super frustrating to feel like you went all in on something in the past and it didn't work, right? Just give yourself a moment to appreciate your past efforts, even though they didn't pan out the way you wanted them to. And we're going to spend the rest of the episode talking about what exactly to do next. So before we get into that specific exercise that I'm going to walk you through, I want you to think about two different things. Everything that you try is not meant to stick long-term. I want to give you an example. For probably two and a half, three years, I did morning pages religiously, and I even did a podcast episode about this. Every morning, morning pages with so few exceptions, right? I almost never didn't do it. Loved morning pages, got so much out of them. And now I'm just in a phase where I don't want to do morning pages in the morning. I want to either get up and go on a walk where I want to get up and get straight into work. And that doesn't mean that morning pages didn't work. It means it worked, and now I'm not interested in doing it currently, but I do have a suspicion that I'll get back into it soon. So not everything is meant to be stuck to long-term. The second thing to think about is that when you try something and you don't like it and you don't want to use it, that doesn't mean that it didn't work. It means that you figured out by process of elimination that that wasn't your thing. So again, I want you to give yourself just a little bit of understanding and appreciation for having tried something and then eliminated it as not the thing for you. And just with those two beliefs, one is not everything's meant to stick long-term, and two, I tried it and I used process of elimination to figure out it wasn't for me. I want you to just check in with yourself and see how those beliefs feel. My guess is they feel a hell of a lot better than beating yourself up about having failed something in the past. So now let's get into the number one thing that you can do in order to have more peace around your past decisions when it comes to productivity. The single most 
important thing that you can do is to digest the experience through a self-evaluation. When you do this, you're going to understand the experience so much better with much more nuance. It's going to empower you to make peace with it. You'll figure out the pieces of the experience that actually did work so that you can take those moving forward and then leave the rest behind. And then you're going to be so much more clear on your decisions moving forward. So you'll also find things that were in your control and you're going to realize that some things were not in your control. So separating out those two is super important. I want you to think about self-evaluation as just a simplified way of understanding how you operate and why. I want to repeat that because it's so important. Self-evaluating is just a simplified way of understanding how you operate and why. And here's how you're going to self-evaluate. Three simple questions. What worked about the experience? What didn't work about the experience? And knowing what I know now, what will I do differently with my next experience? And here's why the three questions and their order specifically matters. When you first look at what worked, you're asking your brain to find positive, productive evidence of wins that you might actually be skipping over. You're going to find valuable data on your thought processes and your decision-making skills that you can then double down on as you move forward. So when I talk to clients who come in and they're like, well, I've tried something like this in the past and it didn't work, we dig in and what we find is they actually did have a lot of pieces that were super effective, but their brain just isn't seeing those things. And then by the time you get to what didn't work, you're going to be a lot calmer and you're going to be more receptive to looking at the rest of the data, even if it's unpleasant. So you're going to be in a much more strategic and curious headspace than you would be if you had gone directly to what didn't work immediately. And then lastly, when you ask yourself what you're going to do differently, you're giving yourself a very clear and doable roadmap for your future decisions. And you'll notice, I use that phrase really specifically, knowing what I know now, that phrase is designed to relax your brain because it reminds you that you know things now that you didn't know back then. Everything that happened in the past was a learning experience and you were doing the best you could with what you had in that moment. Okay, so now you understand how to self-evaluate with three simple questions and why going in order really matters. So let's move into an example. One very common thing that happens with people who end up enrolling in Half Finished to Done Live is they are nervous to enroll because they've invested in a ton of different self-paced courses that they never actually followed through on. Okay, so let's pretend that this is you. Something that might have worked really well in that situation was you knew exactly the next skill set that you wanted to develop and you went out and you found a course that addressed that exact skill set. That's a win. And then maybe something that didn't work was it was self-paced and you didn't put any timeline around when you were going to actually tackle the work. You didn't put it on your calendar. You didn't carve out time. That might be an example of something that didn't work. And then for what you're going to do differently in your next experience, you might decide until I build my self-accountability muscle to go through self-paced courses, I'm just going to go ahead and invest in live programs so that I have that sort of external accountability and I don't even have to think about the timeline. So just going through these three self-evaluation questions might be enough for you. It might be enough to release your 
negative reaction to what's happened in the past to feel more at peace and then to feel more confident moving forward with your next investment. That would be awesome if you're already there. But I do want to just bring your attention to six different areas that you might consider looking at for past experiences and future experience as well, future investments. So let's get into those. The first is fit. What did you use to determine if this past experience was the right fit for you? Do you like the way that you made that determination? Were there any indicators that you missed that it might not have been the right fit? If so, what were those indicators? The second thing to look at is timing. Did you enroll or invest in this experience at the right time for you? Were you taking on more than you could mentally, emotionally, and logistically handle? How do you know? The third is format. Was the program or experience delivered in a way that worked for you? Was it self-paced? Was it live? Was it a combination? Was it long-term? Was it short-term? Was it all learning? Did it include implementation as well? So what were the different factors of the format and how do you know if those worked for you or not? The fourth criteria is style. Did the style of the instructor, author, or coach work for you? Were they gentle, confronting? Were they fast-paced, slow and methodical? Were they hands-on or hands-off? Those are all things to look at. Fifth is your emotions. What emotions prevented you from taking full advantage of the program? What were you feeling or not feeling that affected the way that you showed up? And I want you to be really careful here to not go into any sort of blame. We just want to look at what was happening for you emotionally that affected the experience. And then the last sixth factor to look at is circumstances. What else was going on in your life that affected your ability to follow through on this experience? Was there any way you could have responded differently to those current circumstances? You'll hear me say this a lot on the podcast, but I think it's such a shame that none of us grew up understanding how to go back into past experiences and digest them fully in order to release them and move forward. That's just a bummer that none of us learned it, but I want you to think about the power of having this skill set locked in now moving forward. So you might do this whole exercise that I've laid out here, and you might not be ready to make your next investment. But if you're considering half finished to done live, I wanted to actually talk about the program in terms of the six factors that I just laid out. So this is for people who are interested in potentially enrolling. I want you to understand the six factors so that you can weigh that against what you just discovered in your self-evaluation and figure out if it's the right move for you. So one of the ways that you'll know you're a fit for the program is if you feel like I'm speaking directly to you every time you listen to one of these podcasts, you read one of my emails, or you go on my social media. So you're like, yes, this is exactly what I needed to hear. And it feels either like a new, fresh perspective that you haven't thought of before, or it feels like something that you have already heard and you needed to hear again. So if that's your experience with my free content, my guess is that will be your experience with my paid program as well. And one of the easiest ways to figure out if this is a fit is to book your free 45-minute one-on-one consult. So if you go to peakcoaching.co slash HFD live, that's where you can book your consult with me. And if you get on there and you feel heard and validated and understood and challenged, 
then you know it's going to be a good fit. In terms of the format, there's a few really important pieces to focus on. The first one is you'll know it's a fit if you love the idea of going through the program with a cohort. You're not looking for one-on-one. You're looking to be part of a supportive group. And you want a really hands-on coach who's going to give you feedback and challenge you. That is me. I give you lots of feedback. You love the idea of a combination live self-paced program. So the program is predominantly live over the course of eight weeks, but we meet once a week and then you're going to have my support in between and you're going to have a ton of time and space to work on building out your own systems and really generating your intrinsic motivation to work on your projects. So lastly, you'll know if the format is a fit for you if you're looking to both learn and apply. So we don't do any procrastinate learning around here. It's not just about absorbing concepts. It's really about taking in information, but then putting it into action and troubleshooting your implementation along the way. In terms of style, you'll have a good sense of my style just by listening to the podcast. I get super fired up. I get very passionate. You're going to hear my tone change all the time. So you kind of know me just through this format. One of my favorite ways that a client ever described me was blunt but loving. I think that really captures it. So I am totally here to help you look at your wins, celebrate your wins, cheer you on. Often I'm telling my clients like, listen, you're doing such a better job than you think you are. So I'm here to cheerlead you. And we're going to look at the behavioral patterns that are holding you back. So I'll challenge you as well. I also want to point out, style-wise, I do curse a lot. So make sure you're comfortable with that. And my style tends to be pretty high energy, but not all of my clients are high energy. So we can totally have different personality types in the group for sure. In terms of emotions, you'll know you're the right fit if you're able to see and acknowledge negative emotions like feelings of inadequacy, frustration, overwhelm, and really deeply understand that that is part of the process. And on the flip side, you're going to feel amazing as well. You're going to feel so joyful and proud of yourself and satisfied, confident, self-assured. So I want you to be willing to challenge yourself to feel good and to go through the negative emotions as well. So you have to be open to both of those emotional experiences. Some of the other emotions that I recommend really tapping into and channeling are feeling invested. So if you do decide to enroll, feel invested, feel ready, feel committed, and feel really trusting both of yourself, of me, and of the process. So You know the emotional fit is there if you're committed to experiencing whatever emotions you need to have while in the program. And then last but not least, circumstantially, we know it's a right fit if there's nothing acute going on in your life right now that needs immediate attention or a therapeutic intervention. So some examples would be a mental health crisis, if you have a lot of past trauma that's surfacing, if there's a death in the family, anything like that, I would recommend waiting. Otherwise, it's usually a good fit. I'll say one last piece about circumstances is that I often see people think that it's not the right time to invest because they're feeling busy or overwhelmed. And my response to that almost always is, that's what the program's for. If you're feeling busy and overwhelmed and you're not getting the results that you want, that's exactly why you should join the program because it means that you're spending time on low value activities. I can help you find what those are and replace them with high value activities. 
So don't use feeling overwhelmed or busy as a reason to not enroll because those are the exact problems we work on in the program. So as we near the end of the episode, I just wanted to say thank you for trusting me with this episode. It was such an important one for me to make because I've had so many conversations with people who are feeling really bogged down and I'll say even scarred by past experiences. I want to give you the tool kit, the skill set to dig into that, to feel empowered by those past experiences and not like they're stopping you from moving forward. So my hope is at this point, you feel a lot more clear, you feel a lot more grounded and centered. And now when you think about your next investment, the next thing that you say yes to, you can actually do that from a much more excited place, right? Genuine excitement, knowing that you're making the right decision. So I'm so excited for you to experience that. Thank you for listening, and I will see you on the next episode. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Half Finished to Done podcast. If you're ready to become a self-assured repeat project finisher, the best place to work with me is in my eight-week group coaching program, Half Finished to Done Live. You'll leave our time together with one finished project and the skills you need to finish any project, personal or business, in the future. Just head to peakcoaching.co slash HFD live for your next step. Can't wait to work with you.